The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 20th of January. In your Squiz today, Harry and Meghan's new arrangement takes shape. The cost to tourism of bushfires, untangling cords in the European Parliament, and it's Aussie Open time. This is your Squiz today. The Queen said she wanted to move quickly to sort out the arrangement for Harry and Meghan. So over the weekend, Claire, we saw a statement from her which says they found a constructive and supportive way forward that allows them, that's Harry and Meghan, to start building a happy and peaceful new life. What are the key takeouts of the agreement? The key takeout is that it's not the half royal, half private life that they had announced uh, on the 8th of January. It's a complete step away from the royal family. They're not going to perform royal duties and they won't Mm. receive any public funds. Harry will drop all of his military roles uh, and keep in mind that he was in the British Army for 10 years and has talked very fondly about maintaining connection to them. Uh, They will retain uh, their 20 private patronages and associations. They will no longer formally represent the Queen uh, and they have undertaken to uphold the values of Her Majesty, which means that they need to conduct themselves in a certain way uh, that still maintains uh, a good light on the royal family. They'll also retain their HRH titles. That's His Royal Highness, Her Royal Highness. They won't use them, though, given they're no longer senior royals. And as far as Frogmore Cottage, they'll repay the $4.5 million spent on renovations to that home in Windsor, and it looks like it will remain their UK home, so they'll now pay rent for it. We're yet to hear from Harry and Meghan Clare. They haven't made any statement. They say on their website that they will update it to reflect that new information, and they'll do that in due course. Commentators, though, are still lobbying a whole lot of issues into the mix that haven't really quite been outlined yet. One, of course, is their security costs, particularly while they're in Canada. Uh, The other is exactly what their commercial lives will look like going forward. So still some details to be filled in, but no doubt that will be revealed as time goes on. Well, the Queen's statement said these arrangements are due to start in the spring of 2020, so that's March to May in the UK. We have a link to the full statement in the Swiss Today email and we're working on a shortcut to all of this. We've just been waiting for the dust to settle and all the details to be fully revealed, haven't we, Claire? Yeah, we're ready to go now. Stand by for that one. Uh, The Australian Tourism Export Council has said that the expected cost to communities across Australia due to bushfires this season is $4.5 billion. That's just from international cancellations. That's why the government yesterday announced a $76 million tourism recovery package that's aimed at helping those operators stem the losses. Uh, That'll be a big issue this year. We know lots of uh, cancellations, particularly from the US, from China and from the UK. So this money is about luring international tourists back, but there's also a big chunk to be spent on a domestic marketing campaign. The other thing to note from the weekend is that ecology experts say that 70 threatened species have lost half their habitat due to the fires, and that's really of concern. More sad news, the human death toll rose to 21 in New South Wales over the weekend after a Cabago man who was injured in the fires died in hospital. On a slightly positive note, though, it looks like donations could reach half a billion dollars. Now questions about how it is spent, of course. 
Over in the US, Donald Trump's impeachment trial is set to start tomorrow. Both sides have given a good indication, Claire, of where they stand. They've had to lodge some documents that outline the basis of their arguments. The Democrats say that Trump should be removed from office to protect America's national security and to preserve their system of government. They say his pressure on Ukraine to investigate his political rival, Joe Biden, has led them down that path. Team Trump, meanwhile, say that it's basically just a political ploy and the bunch of people who are chasing after him never really wanted him in the White House. So it's all about political retribution. Fun fact, today marks three years since Donald Trump's presidency began, since he was inaugurated. And another fun fact is Melania and Donald Trump have their 15th wedding anniversary this week. So big week for them. What a way to celebrate an impeachment trial. (laughs) Exactly. There's a deadly virus spreading in China, Claire. Researchers saying the number of people infected could be up to 1,700. What about it has experts so concerned? They're not really trusting of the figures that Chinese authorities are releasing. They say that about 62 people uh, have been infected with this disease. It's been building since December. And the concern now is, of course, that people have travelled from China to other areas and brought that infection with them. They're not entirely sure what it is yet. There's all sorts of testing that's still being done. But of course, the concern is that it could be something like SARS. And if you remember, SARS killed nearly 600 150 people uh, across mainland China and Hong Kong uh, back in 2002 and three. So something that infectious disease experts are really keeping a close eye on. Now we often dream of the day here at the Squiz in the future where everything is cordless. Claire. Oh man, absolutely. Is there anything more annoying than untangling electrical cords or plugging things in, figuring out which connection goes where? And you kind of keep them because you don't know if you ever need them again, which means... You might need them again. You just have yep. this box full of charges that never get used. The European Parliament's trying to do something about it. European Parliament members are really pressuring the European Commission to push the big tech companies towards a universal charging device that would see Apple and its lightning system probably pushed out in favour of a USB-C and a micro USB charger, which is what Android devices use. Um, Apple, of course, could still have lightning um, charges in their devices, but they would also need to have that USB system. Um, Of course, the dream is that we all move to wireless charging and be done with it. Wouldn't it be amazing? One day. It's bound to happen. (laughs) The Aussie Open kicks off today. Good lead-in by Ash Barty over the weekend, taking out her first WTA tournament on home soil. Yeah, the Adelaide International was hers. She's built some good form uh, since coming into the new year after a really terrible start at the Brisbane International. But her first match tonight will be a good indication about how she's settling into it. She plays at 7 o'clock. And in the men's, it's sort of the battle of Novak, Roger, Rafa. All eyes on them. And in fact, if if one of them is able to take out the title, they all have good records that they're able to claim uh, in doing that. For Djokovic, it would give him an eighth title in Melbourne, which would be a record. If Federer wins, he will extend his uh, Grand Slam championship wins to a record 21. And if Nadal wins, he would become the only player in the history of men's tennis to win uh, every Grand Slam at least twice. Wow, I don't know which one of those is a better record. Probably Nadal's is pretty impressive, isn't it? 
Oh, look, that'd all be pretty good, I would yeah, have thought. Take any of them, that's fine. <laughs> um, a message now from one of our podcast partners, Telstra Business Services. For all the small business owners out there, Telstra Business Services Hub might be worth checking out. They have a new suite of products that can help you with your tech, digital marketing, or cyber security. They also offer personalized tech assessments to help get your IT in order, and they can help you set up and connect your technology, giving you more time to spend on other parts of your business. Find out more today at telstra.com forward slash business services. I'll pop that link in your episode notes as well. Finally, the legal stuff, which is that the costs of software or hardware aren't included and a fair use policy applies. Each day, Claire, the email subject line is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What are we What are we singing today? Oh, look, Michael Bublé or Nina Simone, depends on what version okay. you want to go with. But I've gone for the lyric, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. That really ties in for Harry and Meghan, I reckon. Oh, yeah, good one. No, that's true. And finally, for those who missed the announcement last week, we have a new podcast launching next week, Squeeze Kids. Squeeze Kids is a daily news podcast for parents to listen to with their primary aged children. So from the 28th of January, it'll be released at 7am each weekday to fit in with your family's morning routine. Like the Squeeze Today and Squeeze Shortcuts podcast, we've produced it. Bryce Corbett is the host. For more details and to listen to the trailer, visit squeezekids.com.au or subscribe by search for Squeeze Kids in your podcast app. Those links are also available in your episode notes. That's all. Enjoy your Monday and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.